auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. All right. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. This is my good friend, Stephen, and welcome to Canned Conversation. What say you, my friend? Uh, what say me, huh? What uh, say you? I say good. Things, good. Things are, things are good in my environment. <laughs> How is your environment, sir? Good. Good. It is, it is, is well. Things are well. Excellent. Uh, we are in the heat of summer. Um, it is July through and through, uh, probably not even the worst heat yet. Cause August usually is the real bear, but, um, it's, uh, we've had a lot of rain. Yeah, it's not been, it's not been real hot, but it's been real muggy. We've, it's been real wet. <laughs> right. Everything's moist all the time. Ooh, like moist. I know people love moist. <laughs> I have uh, this conversation all the time. Moist. Yeah. So yeah, things have been gross outside, but yeah. I mean, it's summertime. That's what you, right? You summertime. live here. That's what you get. Exactly. Uh, so uh, we're having a good time. Um, we are ready to uh, enjoy a beverage. So this is what we're going to do. All right, guys. It's time to grab a can, pop the top, and take a drink. Yes, we are. And uh, what do you bring into the table? So, love gun. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've ever wondered what um, vanilla cream ale tastes like today, you're going to have it. Um, so it's love gun. And it has, I swear, <laughs> swear, it's made by heavy riff brewing company in Maryland Heights, Missouri of all places. Oh my gosh. Just seeing love gun. I'm like, are we going to have to um, mark this one as adult? Yeah. Because- it's, it's for one, it's can is, is awesome. Um, and it's kind of written in guns and roses fontish kind of, it, yeah, is it what is. it reminds me of or Tesla. Yeah. 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 I think so this it's is like, like it's, the Tesla. Yeah. Cover. It's like 80, 90, 80s, 90s band, like hair band font, which is awesome. Right. So find yourself some love gun. Um, who doesn't need love gum gun. And have you seen, um, it's hard to tell, but if you look close in the middle, it says heavy riff. Yep. Can it's, you see that? Yeah, in it's there? like a hologram. It is. It's uh, it's the same color as the can, so it's very hard to see. But this is like an album cover. Yeah, it is. It's it's a it's a great can, which is why we're gonna drink it today. Um, and if you look at the bottom of the can, it is a guy holding the pistol with a let's call it a lily shooting out the end of it. So love gun. Um, yeah, heavy riff brewing company. So that's why. Okay, that's why it's in the middle there. Cause I just turned the can around and I saw a little bit. Yeah, heavy riff. Yeah, where it, it says that, and they have a, a large, um, what looks like a, a big speaker or one of those that you know is on the concert floor yep. when yep. people are playing. And um, this is a vanilla cream ale, like you mentioned. And so uh, that sounds good to me. I'm, I'm going to pop yeah. this open and start enjoying. Yeah, it's a, it's a creamy craft beer with notes of flavorful, bold vanilla. I'm excited. Combined with a dry but smooth, sweet, fresh. Anyway, so yeah, you get it. It's <laughs> love gun. Love gun. 
I, it's, I love the name. Yeah. I, when I saw it, I'm like, we're, we're drinking this. That's happening. Yep, that's happening. All so, right. Right? I, I almost want to look up Love Gun to see if that is a band that it exists. Should, if it's not, it should be. It's a great <laughs> name. Exactly. It's, that's phenomenal. Like Warrant or somebody should change their name to Love Gun. Like that would have been great in the 80s, 90s. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's funny you mentioned Warrant. That came up in conversation this last week. Uh, somebody was uh, recapping. They, we often get feedback uh, either in person or on the socials or something like that. And uh, one of our listeners, uh, MK, I'll uh, give a shout out, um, that uh, she listened to when we were talking about concert stories. And she uh, mentioned her first concert story being uh, Poison and Warrant. And uh, I said, Warrant is a fantastic band. Um, heaven yeah. was the power ballad. Yeah. I could not get enough of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I don't remember if that was on Dirty Rotten, uh, Fil- Dirty Rotten, Filthy Stinking Rich, or if that was on their first album, which was, I think, just self titled. Anyway. Man, I cannot wait till you get into this one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Moving on. All right. Oh. All right. So let's, uh, let's start having some fun. Let's talk about um, some stuff here. Um, so the first thing I wanted to bring up, uh, as you know, we talked last time, um, we had gone on vacation, uh, while I was on vacation, I don't know if this has, uh, ever been a tradition with you or your family or somebody, you know, but for some reason in our family, um, whenever you went on vacation, you bought a lottery ticket. We've never done that. Okay. Again, this is probably very family specific because my, my parents and my extended family that I know of, they never really played the lottery out. I never really heard about anyone playing the lottery. They didn't play scratch offs. They didn't buy the, um, I'm sure there wasn't the Powerball or mega millions at that point, I, whatever it was. Um, but when we went on vacation, for some reason we would, you know, it, they would go to the gas station. You're feeling lucky. You're feeling lucky. Like, Hey, I'm lucky enough to go on vacation. So I might as well buy a lottery ticket. So they would do that. Well, on my vacation in keeping with that tradition, we had to uh, re-up on some of our supplies, uh, mainly our canned supplies, because we had had a lot of canned um, beverages. And so uh, we went to a, a little local place in town, and uh, they had one of those walls of lottery tickets that you now see at a lot of the uh, gas station. where All the scratch-off stuff? All the scratch-offs, yeah. but they're not just little scratch-offs anymore. No, you can buy like a $20 scratch-off. It's or- insane mm-hmm. how much you can pay for a scratch off i mean when we were little what was one dollar yeah one scratch off you maybe could win yeah you, a free ticket bucks. was awesome <laughs> right. yeah and the grand prize was yeah like five grand or something it, right and the, now i see these and there are so many different games there are so many colors going on and they have so many that they have to put little numbers right on each of the cards in the sample case so that you know which one you can point it out by number, right? Like, you know, I'll take a number four and a number six. Yep. And uh, and they do. They run the gamut up to, like, you can pay $20 yeah. per card, one card of these. Yes. So I'm with my buddy who plays these a little bit more than I do, so I'm not as familiar, but my wife loves playing scratch-offs here I and there. I love scratch Who doesn't love scratch-offs? I don't. <laughs> I, it, I can't. I don't dislike them. But I don't love them. I feel like it's like a slot machine. Like you're, Our family you know, tradition is more that you get them at Christmas and stockings okay. and stuff like that. Oh, right? That's a so, great idea. So like it's, it's the chance to win. Yeah. Like, so those are fun, right? You wake up Christmas morning and you're like, I'm going to scratch this off and I could have $5,000. 
more than likely have a free ticket if I scratch off enough of them. Hopefully. Right. So, sorry. Go ahead. But yeah, I, I, I love scratch offs. <laughs> love them. Don't be sorry. Exactly. Those are great <laughs> insights. <laughs> and I love the lotto, even though it's a stupid tax, but still, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> the old uh, adage of uh, it, it's a tax on the stupid. Is that where you're yeah, going with that? Yeah. Okay. But I, I'm, not in, I'm not in that camp because I think it is fun. Um, I know there are, if you don't play right, keep going. And the, and the tax revenue should help support yeah. your local supposedly economy. schools, supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> if the government functioned the way it's supposed to, but yeah, I'm sure they're giving all of that money oh, yeah. as, as they should directly to exactly where the, what the, right. pro- I'm sure promised. we're putting still installing smart boards into, into classrooms as we speak, even though that's outdated technology. Right. Yep. Holographic. Yes. Uh, boards that you no longer have to clap the erasers together yes. to clean them, like when Perfect. we were kids. So uh, my wife, like I said, she enjoys these games. Um, the buddy I was with, so my wife wasn't with me. Um, it was just my buddy and I. And uh, so I'm like, hey, I'm going to buy one of these scratch-offs for my wife because she loves these. We're on vacation. It's this tradition. It's very sweet of you. And, uh, and, it, and he said, okay, well, we're only going to play ones that you can win a million dollars on. <laughs> <laughs> so you were into scratch offs for 60 bucks? Uh, no, it was 10 was how much I paid for one ticket. I paid $10 for one scratch off ticket. Are you telling me you're a millionaire? Oh, I wish. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, sorry. Go, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and after this uh, particular uh, time is over, I'm going to get into my new uh, Bugatti and uh, yeah, head off yeah. to my new yacht and take it for a spin. Uh, but no, uh, I wish. So uh, the ticket had the potential to win a million dollars. And that was news to me. I was like, holy cow, you can win a million dollars. That's great. You're telling me there's a chance. Exactly. So I buy one. My buddy buys one. And uh, on the way out, I said, okay, um, just out of curiosity, what would you do? So I'm going to ask you this same question. If uh, you got that scratch-off ticket and you um, you know kind of go back to whatever your hotel room or cabin that we were in, similar situation, you scratch it off and you have a million-dollar winner. What do you do? So I think there is a, a component of being debt-free, like 100% debt-free. I think there's a component of having friends and family that are a, a semi-debt-free or at least have some ability to pay off some debt that gets them in a better position. Um, and then there's, so you're thinking big, ter- long, big term. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, there's nothing. I don't need things. I have <laughs> things. I mean, I probably buy a better tractor. I mean, I, <laughs> I buy myself a better Kubota. That's awesome. It's got an air conditioned cab. So I don't have to sweat my butt off when I'm mowing. But, um, so let me reel you back in okay. to just, just in the short term. Yeah. You're in so, your hotel room or oh, you're in your cab. Oh, you're like, what's my reaction? You win, a, you, you're staring at a, yeah. we'll, we'll get to the bigger picture because that is a good point. I do want to see what you would maybe do with a million dollars or if you won maybe a Powerball. But in the immediate short term, what do you do? You, you win a million, you're staring at that ticket. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, pack up everything in the, in the room. <laughs> you put that thing in a very, very protected place. I don't, probably... Not in my wallet because I've lost that recently, right. um, but somewhere else. Um, and then you drive immediately to the lottery officials and wait outside until that place <laughs> is open. You're going to wait outside. Oh, I'm 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 going to sit outside the lottery until they open, and I'm going to say, "Here's my ticket. I want my money." 
I don't know if I'd sit outside. There might be some people that know that's a, a thing, and they might come and uh, rob you. Okay, well, I'm just throwing I'll, that I'll out. I'll drive there. in circles around a lottery <laughs> building until they open. Um, I, I think you protect the hell out of your ticket and you make sure you're at the lottery official place the second that it opens and you cash that thing in. So you would leave. Because that was my main question. I said, okay, if you had this ticket, do you put it in a safe space and then write out the rest of your vacation? Or do you, you're ready to pack it in and go, my vacation is fundamentally over. And I am going to now cash this in because it will pay for future vacations. My my vacation for the day or two is over. <laughs> and then we will be on an extended vacation after that. Immediately. We'll following. come back. I'll be like, we'll be fine to come back. But I need to make sure that that thing does not get lost, stolen, damaged, ripped. Like... I want, I want it in pristine condition. I'll laminate it. I don't, whatever you need to do to make sure that <laughs> thing makes it to the lottery officials and right. they can validate it and give you money. Yeah. Like I, I, it, it's, it's, a, it's a block of gold at that point. Oh, I agree. And it's, uh, and it's paper. So yeah, it could, all kinds of bad things could happen to it. Right. You, you just don't want to take any sort of chance, probably. Yeah. No, but no. I said what I think I would do. Is I would uh, I would immediately, like you mentioned, get in the car. But I wouldn't pack my stuff up, especially if I'm there for another two or three days. Yeah. I just go. I close the door to the room. I get in the car. I drive, and in this instance, a couple hours um, to the nearest probably lottery place, and then wait till it opens. Go <laughs> there. But then once I do that. You go back. I go back. Yeah, that's. I, I'm okay with that. I'm just saying <laughs> you're not waiting with the ticket. Until your vacation ends. No, no. There's no way. <laughs> that is way too many variables like, that could happen. Yeah. I mean, because the second that I go. milk on it. Yeah. And, or the second that you go, I won the lottery. I got a million dollar ticket. In my, like you have too much to drink and you slip and oh. say something. And like all of a sudden you don't have a lottery ticket. Or all of a sudden you spill something on it and then it's invalid. Or you, oh, you, you rip even it, imagine? it's invalid. Like whatever whatever the lottery could say that it makes it invalid, whatever you do, take the ticket, make it pristine, keep it in that pristine state until someone can validate it. Okay. That's what I would do. Excellent. And I think that that was kind of where what we thought as well, but it was a thinker, right? Like yeah. you don't think about those things because you don't normally think you'll win a million dollars. But if all of a sudden that piece of paper in your hand which could be worth a million dollars while you're walking from the wherever it is, the little convenience store. I mean, until you scratch it, you don't know. But that could be a million dollars in your hand. So yeah. you just throw it in and the you, little bag. Right. You, you take it in it, your pocket. Yeah. You do all kinds of stuff with lottery tickets that uh, that you when they're non-scratched that you would not do when they're a million dollars scratched. Exactly. Yeah. So let me tell you how I gave it to my wife and tell you that this would have been funny had she one a million dollars so i thought it would be a fun surprise for her right to find this like i didn't just go back and go look what i bought you here's a lottery ticket because i know you love to play it um i got back and uh she was reading a book um over the course of the vacation so i stuck it in the book in the middle of the book not knowing when the next time was she was going to pick up that book and begin reading again Right. So I just stuck it in there and uh, I thought at some point she's going to find it and it'll be a fun surprise because she'll go, oh, yeah. look at this. And uh, and then she will uh, get to scratch it and hopefully we'll win. 
Well, um, so I want to say it was the next day. It, it was a while. Uh, it wasn't immediate. Um, so the next day built some anticipation, which I like, <laughs> yes. right? That's fun. She is, uh, she's in the shower and she yells out from the shower. Hey, did you, who got me this lottery ticket? <laughs> so let me is paint she the, reading in she, the shower. She reads in the shower. Um, oh. God love her. She is my favorite person. God. Um, but she will. She will start a shower. And you're she, in the shower too long. <laughs> if you're reading, the shower is for cleaning. <laughs> you tell her that. Um, I will tell her that. She. Uh, yes, I have never re- read a book in the shower. Um, not to say that you shouldn't, but that is a. a for her, that's a. Uh, what do you, what would you call that? The a relaxation type of thing where it's not like a, a shower to clean necessarily, but just a shower where you're going to relax. And, uh, so she'll take the book and then, you know, she'll, uh, bring it in. It's and called start- a bathtub. <laughs> but, well, the bathtub is so small, you know, like where we are, she probably would have taken a bath to be fair. Right. Um, and so, uh, you know, she could, uh, you know, parlay that into a shower. Um, so, uh, but my, my immediate thought was, um, did that get wet? Right. You ruined our million dollars. <laughs> right. I mean, just in case it could be worth zero, but that could be worth a million dollars. You potentially showered with a million dollars. <laughs> right. And so, uh, you know, she's like, I'm going to scratch it off. Uh, I think she may have scratched it off in the shower. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, you know, I was too uh, enamored by the, the whole situation. Not acceptable. Andrew's wife. <laughs> I, and now, you know, she's probably going to rifle through every book um, before she brings it in just in case. Oh, my Lord. I can't. <laughs> there are a lot of things you can do in a shower. Reed is not one of them. I've heard of shave. I've heard of brush your teeth. I've heard of bring a beer. All kinds of things. Drinking a beer. <laughs> yeah, drink a beer in the shower. Why not? Well, I mean, I've heard people take their coffee in the shower in the morning. Great. Read a book. Not, not what you're supposed to do in a shower. All right. Well, you know, to each his own. I, I always hate, uh, you know. Unless it's wrong, and that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So let's uh, let's jump into. So I did also want to get your take on if you won a million dollars. We've always said that for us, the quit life amount is if we won uh, ten million or more. But if you won a million, what would yeah. you do with a million dollars? So my my thought was when you were talking about this is. Uh, a scratch off that you win a million dollars after taxes. You don't, you don't make a million dollars. It's, it's like 650,000 or whatever it is. And then that it obviously screws up your tax bracket. So uh, like I, I go immediately into this screws up my taxes. Um, <laughs> Uncle Sam wants his right. cut, but I do. So, and it's, it's not quit your job money. Like a million dollars is, it, it used to sound like a lot of money. It's oh, yeah. not a lot of money um, for, for the rest of your life. Right. It's not quit it, again. Not quit your job money, right? right? So, right. yeah. Um, it to me is is give people a leg up in the family. It's it's get. We've got some. You know, I've got some people that I would I would like to say here's you know twenty grand or technically fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine thousand. <laughs> right. So that they don't get taxed. They don't get on taxed it. on it. Um, and yeah. so yeah. So here's you know almost fifteen thousand dollars. Pay some stuff off. Have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go have a good time with like. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go take one of those fun like Tahiti vacations where you actually sleep on the water and you're in an infinity pool looking out over the 
over the ocean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a like a sure. a real yeah. expensive vacation. Yeah. So that's the first you're gonna give some to people that you think should I think there's benefit. Some, yeah. I think there's some help me out money that would like at that point you're like, this is funny money. Fourteen grand would mean a lot to you mm-hmm. and you could pay off some stuff and, and feel better and it would like take a load off your shoulders. Yeah, it should. Right. And I can go the load off my shoulders is I'm gonna go take a vacation with my family that, that I would not normally go by. And Excellent. we're gonna go maybe to Europe or I take my wife to Egypt or or go to Tahiti and like do like a really cool or Branson. Or definitely <laughs> definitely Branson. You could live like a king in, in Branson. Branson. Like I would go to every show. I would sit in traffic <laughs> for days waiting for shows because I love Branson. Just throwing dollar bills yeah, out, the, out, the, out the window. Making it rain in Branson. <laughs> like, hey, we're no, never mind. Um, what would you do with a million? Um, I, I believe that I want to say that I would also give it to, I think I would pick a charity, um, to give some away to, uh, the giving it to other people, um, is, is a thinker, right? Because there are people I know that would benefit, but if they would benefit in the, in terms of maybe they have not always spent money well, would I be okay if they spent it on something completely egregious, something wild, right? Like you're like, here, I know that you guys have had some hard times. I want to help out. Here's uh, $15,000 minus $1. And then they go out and buy like the newest Tesla and pay cat, you know, well, they couldn't afford it. I was gonna say 15 that. grand, but like, you know, they just buy something, one big giant item. And then they're still in the same boat that they were in. Like, is that a, can you separate yourself from, having to wonder how someone does it. No, I, I think I could. I can't. <laughs> so would you judge someone for yes. the way they spent the money you gave them? Yeah. Because that's the kicker, right? If you give them money, they have the freedom to spend it however they want. However, part of me giving them would say, find a way to make this, make your life better. And if they can validate that that makes their life better, I'm good. But if they go, I'm going to go piss this away at the boats, then I'm going to be <laughs> right. like, you're a moron. Like, I'm going to gamble this. On, to get yeah, more, to get double, to get like, more, you you greedy dirtbag. Um, <laughs> would you defriend them? Like, would you like disown them if they if they spent it wrong? No, because I would just be like, you're a moron. Okay. You're never gonna get a dime from me again. <laughs> okay. When I win the next scratcher ticket is gonna be two million. You're not getting any money. <laughs> <laughs> my next one. My next scratcher. The next one that I buy. So, yeah, that's where I was going with it because I I think. In my, I do want to do some good with it. So I, I feel like I would want to choose a charity that I respect and that I, I, I know does well with it, would really benefit from some of it. I don't want to say I'd leave family out in the cold, but the other part, part of that is I always hear the, you hear the stories in the pop culture world of people winning large sums of money and everyone comes out of the woodwork. Yep. So what do you do when you give, like you pick four people in your family sphere or your friend's sphere, because I'm hoping I'm one of them. Um, <laughs> How much do you owe? <laughs> no. I'll spend it wisely, I promise. Yeah. Um, you know, do, you give it to four people and then all of a sudden you're getting phone calls from 10 other people that you maybe haven't even talked to in a while. What do you do with those people? Yeah. I mean, it's my money, right? So at that point... I make good decisions based on need and, and the, the radius around me is small um, of people that I think probably 
need the hand up. Gotcha. Need, need something. Um, so if you but, see a number you don't recognize, you're not answering it. No. I don't do that now, <laughs> and I don't have any money. No. Um, <laughs> if you're not in my favorites list, yeah. I don't answer. And so, I'm not giving money out, just FYI. Yeah, I think, to me, it's very different if you win a, a scratch-off ticket for a million and if you win a Powerball for $200 million. Um, Oh, yeah, huge difference. So I think charities come into play. We already give a lot. We give enough, a, a substantial amount to charity. And I think when you start winning Powerball type of money, you start going, okay, substantially more money needs to go to things that I really, really care about that I can contribute to and influence how they spend that money. So I think, but yeah, scratch off money. Like a million dollars turns into 650,000, 650,000 once it pays off my bills and helps pay off some of the other bills that are around us starts getting pretty small. And then you're like, I got probably a college fund in there Mm -hmm. and a little bit of investment. Um, there's not a whole lot left for a bunch of people coming out of the woodwork and go hand me some dollars. I'm like, (laughs) I don't have a lot of dollars. I mean, my family's not huge, but, um, I think you start the sphere of, like I said, my radius would be small. Um, and anybody else who comes out of that, I'm like, you're outside that radius. Sorry. Right on. Excellent, uh, points there. I, I feel like I would do the same. I wouldn't uh, pay off my house because money is uh, loans are so cheap. Um, you know, I, I know there are, I think one of the things that we were talking about when we were down there and talking about what would you do with a million dollars? It's like the, uh, the lure to pay off your house seems very beneficial, but really, if you think about it, if you invest a lot of that money, you can make more than uh, the percentage that you're paying in interest, hopefully. Yes. So I think I would do the same thing. Section off money for college funds for my kids, section off money for the charity, like I mentioned, and then invest the rest. And uh, hopefully, like you said, take a, take a few more vacations maybe than I normally do. And just let, some, hopefully let the money grow. Yeah. Some fun places, right? Like some kind of off limit places to you right now. You know, like let's, let's do some fun crap. There you go. Like I don't go to Europe very often ever in my entire life. <laughs> Very often meaning zero. Right. We're going to Europe. So <laughs> excellent. Well, all right. Uh, that was, uh, my fun lottery, um, thing there. Uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, how are you enjoying this beer? Oh, how are you? En- I, I, let me phrase it this way. How are you enjoying the love gun? Oh, oh, it's, it is really bad for me. I mean, like, legitimately i had to set it aside because i took two drinks i took one drink it was like this is bad and then i took a second drink to make sure it was bad and it was equally as bad maybe worse um, <laughs> it just kept getting worse it just kept getting worse so and, and oh yeah it's a so i mean if we're, if we're if we're talking about rock bands this is the equivalent of axel rose jumping off the uh, stage at uh, the amphitheater and starting a riot band yeah this is this is definitely that yeah all right this is a riot in your mouth. Everything's gone to chaos. So this is a it's one very for good. me. Oh, you're just jumping right in. I'm going to jump into a sorry. Don't leave them hanging. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. It's a one. <laughs> Where's it at with you? So is one, uh, you, you pour it out? I'm going to pour this out. <laughs> I can't finish it. I love the can. I hate what's in it. So you're going to... If You're it makes unlo- me sick, it becomes a zero. But it's a one right now. I feel like if I say this, I again, I have to mark this as adult. You're going to unload the love gun? I'm going to unload the love gun. <laughs> and, yeah, okay. Uh, um, I, I don't think it's 
as bad as you're saying because I I think the my difference is I really like vanilla stuff. Uh, this yeah. doesn't make it good, but it makes it palatable. Uh, it for me, I would give it a two. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pour it out. I'm gonna have the rest of it if nothing else, just to uh, reload the love gun um, with whatever's in this can. And the, the weirder you make this, the worse I feel about putting it against my mouth. <laughs> you brought this can. I know. I, I oh. You brought the love gun. You can't just bring the love gun to the table and expect that we're not going to talk about the fact that it's the love gun. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to give it a two. I'm giving it a one. I, <laughs> I'm going to finish this can. I'm not. And then I'm going to enjoy <laughs> how this can looks. Yeah. And uh, it's a gr- whoever designed it is great. I mean, oh, like yeah. the designer on, on this project was awesome. Um, the people who brewed this crap <laughs> need to need to find another occupation. Don't hold back, Stephen. Really, Sorry. tell us what you really think about this. It's brutal. It's bad. All right. Well, uh, while you don't drink the rest of yours, and I have a little bit of mine uh, to finish the can, what else would you like to talk about? So, um, I had a couple things I wanted to talk about, but I think I'm gonna hone in on one, which is guilty pleasures. Um, and so I have a guilty pleasure. Um, I'm interested in what yours is once you know what mine is and kind of that theme. Um, so I have this um, crazy guilty pleasure of watching cops. And I don't know. <laughs> bad boys, bad boys. Yeah, I can't. And they have Cops Reloaded, which seems do? like a horrible title for cops right now. Like, uh, yeah. like we're having problems with you shooting people and, and things. Like, don't call your show Reloaded. Mm. Um, is that still actually... Like, are they new? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought they, um, I thought that they had ended. They took out um, L, uh, Live PD. Yeah. Like but I thought stopped. Cops also had it stopped run for its a while. Gamut. Okay. But now we have Cops Reloaded, and I am addicted to it, and I can't help it. But I love watching the scenarios that people get themselves into, and the, and so I bring this up because I'm wondering what your guilty pleasure is from a from a I can't stop watching the train wreck perspective. Like with cops, I like I want to watch them. I'm like every time I'm like that guy's gonna run, and when he runs, he's gonna get caught, and then he's gonna be like, "Hey, don't be so hard on me." And I'm like, "Hey, dude, you just ran from the cops for like five or six blocks. They had to tackle you, and then you're like, "Hey, police brutality! You're beating me up to get me into handcuffs." And I'm like, mm, "If you run, it's not gonna be a pleasant experience when they catch you." In, in almost anything, <laughs> it doesn't it like usually does not end well. In any game, in anything, like if somebody catches you when they're running after you, it's it's, it's going to be unpleasant. When a cop's running after you and you refuse to stop and they don't tase you, they just tackle you. You can bet that their your face is going to be eating some gravel. You're probably <laughs> going to be bleeding from something because at some point your your arms are going to be twisted the wrong way. And they get really upset about it. Like every time I'm like, I can't believe this guy's getting upset about this. Like you ran for six blocks and you called him an MFer and you like you <laughs> like you pretended like you didn't know what the drugs were in your car. And then when he went to bend down to look at him, you took off running like like an imbecile. Like like he wasn't gonna catch you. So today <laughs> I bring this all up because I, I watched an episode today and it made me I literally laughed out loud, which was um this lulled. guy, yeah, I seriously lulled. Um, the guy ran, ran from the cops. He obviously had a warrant. Um, they all have warrants. Everyone has a warrant. <laughs> Everybody um, that seems just to appear, take off running. Yeah, they all got warrants. They all need to appear in court. Um, the guy, skinny white guy, takes off running. And 
two, the same episode, two th crazy things happen. The white guy takes off running, and this really obese police guy takes off running after him <laughs> and catches I'm gonna him. I'm going to get you. And catches him and tackles him. That's amazing. Turns him over and goes, you just got caught by a fat cop. How's that feel? <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, talk some smack, right? Like, and he, and so the and the finally they, they had him in handcuffs, and the 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 perpetrator who had warrants and had drugs on him and like drugs all over his car, like like <laughs> it was spread across the front seat, like it was obvious he was he was running from the cops. over here. We have the meth. Yeah, over it, here we have, have a pipe and a spoon <laughs> and some syringes. It was a mess. Some balloons. I, I, we're gonna. I was gonna go to a kid's birthday party, but they they're filled with drugs, so I probably yeah. shouldn't. Right. It, it was it was a mess. So and he's like, um, he got him back to the car, and he's like, "You can't believe a fat cop caught you, can you?" And he goes, "Man, you got wheels." And the cops <laughs> like, "You damn right I do." Like, why do you run? Even the fat cops are fast. Like they're quick. They have to train. Like, why right. are you running from the cops? So. It's my guilty pleasure to watch crazy people do st stupid crap, and I can't right. get enough of it. I really can't. I like I, I could watch it all day. Um, I don't really like watching the same episode twice because it comes on over and over. Like it puts itself in a cycle and repeats itself. But I love having cops on, and I'm like, it's this seems like such a bad thing to watch. It's just like kind of the armpit of society get caught with like with bad stories, ba doing bad things, like everybody's going like this isn't my car you didn't know this car was stolen why is there a screwdriver in the steering wheel like, <laughs> you know it's stolen you right. stole it like he's like i didn't know it was stolen then you turned it on with a screwdriver and the cop's like hey you turn this on with a screwdriver right and he's like yeah he's like I that's didn't know normal it was, i didn't know it was stolen yeah i mean uh I, I needed to fix the the starter on it, right. and uh, yeah, it's, it's not, in my plans. I'm yeah, going to do that in a it's week. An or El Camino. So. That's how you turn El Caminos on with a with a screwdriver. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I, I I felt bad about it, but I'm just like I love this show. It makes me maybe feel better about myself that I wouldn't run from a cop because I know nothing bad's going to happen. I mean, like nothing good's going to happen. Sorry, nothing good's going to happen if they catch me, and I don't know that I right. can outrun every. There's a lot of muscular cops like that work out all the time. Oh yeah. So what's your guilty pleasure? <laughs> Sorry. What do you think about cops first? <laughs> do you think my guilty pleasure is really that guilty of a pleasure? Uh, no, I mean, those. there's a reason those, those shows exist. Um, For people like me. Yeah. Uh, and I watched Live PD when it uh, came on. Um, it, I, I really enjoyed watching that. Uh, Dan Abrams, who um, is the host of that, uh, he has a couple of shows now. He's been on a bunch of stuff. Um, he has Court Cam. Uh, if oh, you've yeah, ever seen yeah. that yep. and uh, under oath now is like their new one. Um, all those are really good. We just actually watched a couple episodes yesterday of a uh, court cam, uh, all the same type of scenarios. I yeah. mean, it, it doesn't very much stray from uh, kind of what you mentioned, right? It's like somebody's gotten caught or somebody's in trouble. They don't much care for the fact that they're in trouble and uh, they're going to try to do something that, I don't know, in the spur of the moment, maybe you think seemed it's like a good idea, a good idea, real dumb. And then immediately five people now in the case of court cam, not maybe cops, because there's usually less of them. But in, in court, all of a sudden, six people are on top of you, tasing you repeatedly. Right. And that's always my thought is that like you run. Do you think you're really that? Did you go out for track when you were in high school? Why do you think you're that fast? Because right. when they catch you, you're going to have four or five cops that are not pleased and they're probably going to tase you 
everything's going to hurt. Your whole body's <laughs> going to hurt because right. they have knees on you everywhere and you are yeah. face down. It's like, it's bad. Yeah. I Just give up. Uh, and it, and you're right. I mean, it's a sensitive topic right now in the in a lot of stuff that has been going on in our country. Um, so it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I know that you can, there are times when there can be taken advantage of the authority, right? But I think I've always said, and I, t- I teach my kids, I'm like, okay, if authority tells you, if there's a cop or a judge or, you know, somebody in that, in that situation, if they tell you to do something, it may not be good. It might not be right, right? They're humans. They make mistakes. Yep. Uh, they have, you know, the way that they were brought up. It may not always be in line with what you would want the perfect person in that uh, situation to be like, but it's only going to make it worse if you decide to go against that. Just for the meantime, go with it. Say, you know, okay, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Um, play the long game. Play, Don't play right. the short game. And uh, and then just know that if you're in the right, hopefully that that will play out in the long run. Yeah. Um, if you, you know, and then through either the court process or the or that, if you're in the wrong, I mean, I don't know. Like you said, it's one of those things where if you know you got a car full of drugs and you have a warrant out for you, you go, well, I can't get any worse than this. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to run because what could they do? What are they going to do? Tag on another uh, year to my 20? Yes. I, I just feel like I, in, in my head, the way this always goes is um, I go, there's some accountability that's obviously being, that's lacked in this whole situation. Like you obviously, if you've got warrants, you're not supposed to be, you, you shouldn't have a gun. <laughs> I should be driving a car. With with small baggies of cocaine packaged in one big bag so that you can s- distribute it to others. And you shouldn't be with a known felon, right? Like, those are all <laughs> things that are on your parole. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to, those are going to, that behavior catches up with you. You're going to get caught. And when you do, just, I wish people would just take accountability for their own yeah. actions. And you go, at some point, you can either take accountability or someone's going to force accountability on you in the case of like mm-hmm. on, on cops. It's, it's you're, you go try to be stupid. I'm going to make you pay for being stupid. Like I'm going to tase your ass or I'm going to chase you down <laughs> and put your face in gravel. Right. Like and a lot of these guys and a lot of these cops are like, just tell me the truth. Even if I have to take you to jail, right. I'm not going to convict. I'm not going to press. I'm not going to like line out all these resisting arrests and fleeing an agent and or fleeing a cop and and destroying evidence and like they'll tack on like twelve extra things when you flee. Just take accountability for what you did. I'm like I can't figure out why these people like just (laughs) do weird crap to try to get away with something for sixty seconds when they've done something like they're going to get held accountable for that plus the sixty seconds of dumbness. Sorry. Well, and you know, the reason why you don't know that because you're not in that situation, right? Like yes. you don't put yourself in that situation. I, You've I, made decisions that haven't led to you being on the side of the road, wondering if you should try to run as fast right. as you can, because you know that if you the hair are in my pocket, it's <laughs> burning a hole. You're going to jail yeah, and you're going to spend some time there. Yes. Yeah. So I list, so I watched the court cam that's always fun. I, w- I don't know that I would have called that a guilty pleasure, but uh, it is watching uh, other people um, in their not best moments. I feel bad for it, though, right? Because I'm watching <laughs> right. people who are less fortunate a lot of times who are, you know, 
Yeah, it's a it's guilty pleasure. It, for yeah. me, it's a guilty pleasure. Sure, I'm like, sure. God, I feel horrible for watching this. The one and liking that, it. The one that I watched that um, most people get a kick out of, and I mentioned this, uh, this came up in conversation with uh, a couple friends of ours, and uh, they could not believe it, but we made a reference to Judge Judy. Oh, good old and they were Judge like, Judy. Judge Judy? Do you watch Judge Judy? I'm like, yeah, we watch, we watch Judge Judy. That's the one show. She's like a millionaire. <laughs> oh, she's a gazillionaire. Yeah, she's got, she's got bank. Oh, man, she is loaded. Um, um, yeah, she writes her own ticket. It's her production company, I think. It's like she writes her own ticket. And she's been on for like 25 years. I think it's her yeah. anniversary. Um, but uh, but what I find fascinating about that show is that they do take um, shows. or I'm sorry. They take cases from small claims courts of little local municipalities. And they, they you know say hey if you come to judge judy we'll pay the amounts that are um you know decided upon and we'll also pay for you to get here to la you'll be on tv we'll uh, pay you a an appearance fee so it the real cases that get you know brought in and then it's her attitude and personality that is in probably not really reflective of what a a, a a judge would do in a small claims court but maybe they do i don't know i've never been um but Thank God. the people that do that, it's the same thing, right? You're watching these people who come in and they have these crazy cases and they think that they're in the right and they're trying to, um, you know, make sure that somebody else has responsibility and they don't want to say sometimes that accidents happen, right? Like, right. And it's like, you owe me money. You owe me $5,000 because, you know, this car wreck happened that uh, if you, you know, watch the tape. It's not your fault, <laughs> or it's it's nobody's fault. It was an act of God. They just you know, want to blame like that. somebody. Yeah, they just want money, or you know they they want someone uh, else to be responsible for it. But that's not always the case. But Judge Judy, in my opinion, is one of those guilty pleasures that I I watch. Uh, I will mention quickly um, that there's one other show, and I won't get into it. But uh, it'll it'll if you've ever heard of this. So in Netflix, there's a show called The Circle. And talk about a guilty pleasure. I should not be watching this show. <laughs> that's, it is, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Those shows you're like, oh, I should be It is for this. people in the age bracket of 15 to 25. And uh, I am 20 years removed from that age bracket because what they do is they put these people in little apartments and they can't see each other. And all it is is a social media game. Oh, so they have, oh, um, they create a profile and then they put, uh, facts about themselves and um, they text with uh, text or whatever you Message. call it, DM, yeah. right? Each other within just their sphere. And every week it's like whoever gets the most likes of, you know, like they, they rank each other basically. And then the, the bottom there, there's various situations, but those people get voted out, never meeting each other, never being in the same room, never seeing the real person. So there's catfish scenarios where it's like, I'm going to be a catfish where it's like a 40 year old dude is like, I'm going to be a 16 year old girl or, or 18 year old girl. I'm sure for like, right. Cross the line, but very like young, like a 20 something year old girl. And they put pictures of a girl on there and then they try to talk like a girl. And I have no idea why I like watching this show. It, it shouldn't, I should not like it. I, That's worse than cops. It's terrible. You it should is, not it watch is. that. It is. And I get I got sucked into season one. I watched oh, it all the way God, through. more than one season? It's season two. And it he, like it's big. They made a, a version, a French version. Like apparently it's it, it has legs. 
because oh, <laughs> brutal. And they've already there's already a season three that okay. It's it's crazy. That is embarrassing to admit. Uh, out I'm loud. embarrassed for you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? So, it, that's all because I've drank the love gun. Yeah. <laughs> I would wow. never have said that without drinking some of this love gun. So I blame you. Just in case other people have guilty pleasures that they want to share with us. What's your guilty pleasure? Um, I, I thought they might be interested that our social medias are out there and at can convo on Facebook and Instagram or at underscore can convo on Twitter, or you can just email us your guilty pleasure if you'd like to um, on our Gmail account. So can convo at gmail.com. So send us what your guilty pleasure is. Like mine's cops. Yours is the weirdest social media. What's it called? Circle? The circle. Oh, brutal. Um, <laughs> and Judge Judy. And Judge Judy. So yeah. send us your uh, send us your guilty pleasure. And if you're uh, following us on your favorite platform, then uh, I will say we don't often ask for it, but ratings do help. So if you do like us, hit the five star or four. If you don't like us, like we don't like this beer, don't love gun us. Just, <laughs> just if you love gun us, <laughs> don't keep it to gun yourself. Us. Yeah, but um, the the uh, the higher the the star ratings help uh, perpetuate the show out there and uh, get it on uh, people's radars. So um, don't don't be afraid to hit one of those star ratings and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And send us feedback. We're send trying to feedback. evolve as we go. And, and this has been fun. So right. Because we're having a blast. And we hope you are too. Cool. And I think now what we do at the end is say, thanks you. Thanks you. Thanks you very much. Bye.